Lot number 249, by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And Smith stepped out briskly and breathed the soft spring air into his lungs. The half-moon lay in the west between two gothic pinnacles and threw upon the silvered street a dark tracery from the stonework above. There was a brisk breeze, and light fleecy clouds drifted swiftly across the sky. Olds was on the very border of the town, and in five minutes Smith found himself beyond the houses and between the hedges of a May-scented Oxfordshire lane. It was a lonely and little-frequented road which led to his friend's house. Early as it was, Smith did not meet a single soul upon his way. He walked briskly along until he came to the avenue gate, which opened into the long gravel drive leading up to Farlingford. In front of him he could see the cosy red light of the windows glimmering through the foliage. He stood with his hand upon the iron latch of the swinging gate, and he glanced back at the road along which he had come. Something was coming swiftly down it. It moved in the shadow of the hedge, silently and furtively, a dark, crouching figure dimly visible against the black background. Even as he gazed back at it, It had lessened its distance by twenty paces and was fast closing upon him. Out of the darkness he had a glimpse of a scraggy neck and of two eyes that will ever haunt him in his dreams. He turned, and with a cry of terror he ran for his life up the avenue. There were the red lights, the signals of safety almost within a stone's throw of him. He was a famous runner, but never had he run as he ran that night. The heavy gate had swung into place behind him, but he heard it dash open again before his pursuer. As he rushed madly and wildly through the night, he could hear a swift, dry patter behind him, and could see as he threw back a glance that this horror was bounding like a tiger at his heels, with blazing eyes and stringy arms outthrown. Thank God the door was ajar. He could see the thin bar of light which shot from the lamp in the hall. Nearer yet sounded the clatter from behind. He heard a horse gurgling at his very shoulder. With a shriek, he flung himself against the door, slammed and bolted it behind him, and sank half-fainting onto the hall chair. "'My goodness, Smith, what's the matter?' asked Peterson, appearing at the door of his study. "'Give me some brandy!' Peterson disappeared, and came rushing out again with a glass and a decanter. "'You need it,' he said, as his visitor drank off what he poured out for him. "'My man, you are as white as a cheese!' Smith laid down his glass, rose up, and took a deep breath.